0: Welcome to the Steve Travalee Show on Demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute.
1: In Jersey, a in the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio. Steve Travalee keeps you in the
2: Jersey know from seven till
1: eleven. Live local and live. Steve on Sunday Jersey,
3: 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's loud, the golden light. Call him at 1 800 283
4: 101.5. Yeah, Mike Rocket still got it, Steve Trevelise. Oh, man, what a great weekend it was. I got to thank everybody for coming out to Catch a Rising Star uh, Saturday night at the Princeton Hyatt Regency. We actually sold the place out very first time they ever headlined the comedy show. Uh, I got to tell you, I have tremendous respect for those people that get up and headline comedy shows. I mean, it's like one thing to do like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, half hour. When you're up there for 45 minutes to an hour, my God. How they hold it in is amazing. You know, what I mean, but uh, it was an incredible night. And I want to thank everybody who came and who hung out afterwards. And then last night, uh, I went down and I was a celebrity judge for the Big Joe Jersey Talent Show Finals. And uh, what an incredible night. Again, beautiful little nine year old girl singing Whitney Houston's Greatest Love of All takes home $13,000 plus in prizes. Seriously, a good time was had by all. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope you're having a great summer. As uh, we get back to school, uh, some problems in school, uh, problems uh, finding teachers for schools. And uh, in South Jersey, Press of Atlantic City uh, has an article talking about how hard it is uh, South Jersey schools respond to national teacher and bus driver sausage, uh, sausage, right, shortage. (laughs) I'm hungry. Uh, you know, and how like schools across the country are facing severe teacher staffing problems. Multiple South Jersey school districts working to fill an extraordinary number of vacancies heading into the 2022 23 school year. Uh, my sister's a Malpin school teacher. She just got hired. Uh, I got two questions here. Question number one Why is it so hard finding teachers in New Jersey? And I've got some thoughts on it we could talk about. But then on top of that, uh, on the heels of that comes a Pensauken Elementary School teacher who happens to be very hot. Uh, She looks really good in how she dresses. She's got an incredible, I mean, actually, the quintessential hourglass figure. There's a picture on here of her, uh, you know, black pants, black top, nothing revealing. She just happens to be blessed with a beautiful body. And she wants to share that beautiful body on Instagram, where she's got over 900,000 followers. And people in New Jersey, parents, are slamming her miseducation for Instagramming her extremely tight work outfits while in the classroom. Now, I'm looking at these outfits. They're not that extremely tight. I don't see what the problem is. Uh, you know, it's not her fault that, uh, you know, that she happens to be blessed with a great body and, uh, you know, she's wearing dresses, not a tight dress, She's wearing slack shirt, all that. Right. Uh, I tweeted out the article at real Steve Trev and also a poll asking, do you think that teachers in New Jersey should have a dress code? And what gets me about this, what's hypocritical about this, is that, you know, people are complaining, yet here we are in New Jersey, home of the Miss America pageant, where we celebrate beauty. Here we are in New Jersey, where we're trying to teach sex ed the kindergartens, and uh, we got parents slamming this elementary school teacher uh, because of, you know, the way she dresses, which I don't find the problem with. As a rapper named Fat Joe, he posted a YouTube video. Uh, Coming to her defense. How do you feel about it? 1-800-283-101.5. And uh, also, you know, uh, let's go back in time. Who was the hottest teacher that you ever had? Did you ever have a hot teacher? Do you remember? All right now Fat Joe uh, posted a YouTube video come to her defense. There's a teacher out there in New Jersey that is a special special one. The rapper says, "I never let the woman be I, I say let the woman be great. Can you fire someone for their looks? Can you fire a teacher that's ugly? How can you fire a teacher because she's bad?" Teacher is also an artist who also frequently posts photos of herself uh, in tight latex or leather outfits and sometimes wearing a bikini. Do you have a problem with this? 1-800-283-101.5. I don't, I don't understand it. I'd like to get your uh, point of view on it. But also, tell me this: you know, should teachers have a dress code? 1-800-283-101.5. And also, why is this so hard? You know, this used to be the job that everybody wanted, right? The, the two greatest things about teaching, you know, July and August. Teachers get great salaries, they got a great union behind them, get all kinds of benefits. Why is it so hard to find teachers in New Jersey? one 1015 So we've got two things to work on here. Why is it so hard to find teachers in New Jersey? And do you have a problem with a teacher who uh, just happens to dress to flatter her body and has nine hundred thousand Instagram followers? I again don't get it. And, uh, you know, if you want to reminisce, you want to bring up a hot teacher that you had when you were in school, I'd be good for that. 1-800-283-101.5. Now, we're talking elementary school also. But again, you know, elementary school is where they want to teach uh, kindergartens about sex education. So I don't get it. I'd love for you to explain it to me. 1-800-283-101.5 one 800 1015 The teacher even mentions in the story uh, about the teacher shortage. I'm looking here. I'm trying to find her quote. Uh, some of the other quotes, you know, from the parents. uh When everyone is done debating back and forth whether my curves are appropriate or inappropriate to exist on planet Earth, I need you to go do me a favor. Really, quick research shortage. Teacher shortage. Look that up, she says on Instagram video posted on Saturday. Our educational system is still recovering from these last few years of nonsense. Keep that in mind when you're trying to get someone out of their job. And she's absolutely right. It's hard enough to find teachers. Now what? We're going we're gonna to worry about a learning curve? Or in this case, learning curves? one 800 1015 I got people calling in and hanging up. I don't know what the deal is. But where are you on this? If you go on my Twitter, Real Steve Trev, you'll see the pictures. And again, you know, they may be tight, but they're not uh, revealing in any way. You know, one listener, uh, I mean, those kids are literally starting puberty and dealing with all sorts of feelings already, and you're looking like that. Yeah. And? What happens when they leave school? Isn't this the same place where you want to teach sex ed to kindergarten kids? Greg's in Cream Ridge on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Greg.
5: Hey, Steve. How you doing?
4: Good. How are you?
5: Good. I think one of the reasons why there are not that many teachers going into that, you know, uh, vocation, if you will, is because, you know, they're finally getting cold on the carpet by the teachers. You know, they don't like teaching because, well, the teachers now... With the parents now go to the school board meetings, and they have a say in what their kids are to be taught.
4: Well, then they always go to the school board meetings.
5: Yeah, but they're not. They weren't. They have never been as vociferous as they are now. That's for sure. Well,
4: we I mean, never had to deal with the stuff that we have now. <laughs> that's,
5: for sure. that, that's my point. That's my point. Now, are people, you know, people are starting to stand up for themselves. They're, get, they're tired of it. I mean, you know, the NJEA is like the mafia. I mean, come on, it's over. Goodbye.
4: So you're saying that the reason that people don't figure that would be more of a reason for people to want to become teachers because they got that incredible union to protect them? No? no
5: well, you know what? Um, people in private industry are not as, you know, happy with change as they, you know, may have been in the past. And, you know, we all know that the, NGA, the a, NG, NJEA. NJEA. We know all about their, you know, philosophy, and their.
4: So you think? Well, you're thinking. Just to make to sum up, you think it's the union that's keeping people out of wanting to become a teacher.
5: They're spewing.
4: All right, Greg, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5, Steve Trevelisse. Why is there such a teacher shortage in New Jersey? Do you have a problem with a teacher who's got over 900,000 Instagram followers because of her body that she puts on Instagram? Do you have a problem uh, with her doing that? Should teachers have a dress code? Your thoughts. If you had enough of summer heat, there's good news. Fall is on the way, eventually. And for some people, it's not entirely good news. Colder weather can make those nagging pains that won't go away even worse. So before things get cold, it's time to get better by calling my friends at Trinity Rehab. Or maybe you're hunched over helping kids with their homework and you still have that pain. Trinity Rehab will have you back to doing what you want or need to do with no pain. Call Trinity Rehab at 800 518 0977 or go to trinity rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three, five-minute sessions. And no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like the newest ones in Flemington, Toms River, and Woodcliffe Lake, so you know there's one near you. Get the most out of summer before it's gone. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. Here's fast traffic. New Jersey weather brought to you by Malouf Auto Group. Maloof. Maloof. Maloof has a huge inventory of new vehicles in stock and ready for immediate delivery. Stop getting put on a waiting list. Put yourself in the driver's seat with six brands to choose from and excellent customer service. Shop Route 1 in North Brunswick or online at maloof.com 1-800-283-101.5 I've got teacher Ben Salkin She's so hot, she's got 900,000 Instagram followers. Is that a problem? Should there be a dress code for teachers? Parents are upset. Oh, my God, she's wearing tight clothes. Same state that wants to teach sex education in kindergarten kids. Same state that hosts a Miss America pageant that celebrates beauty. What is the friggin' problem? 1-800-283-101.5. And as long as we're talking about problems... Why is it such a problem in New Jersey getting teachers to want to come work here? Let's talk to uh, Abby is in Warren on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Abby.
6: Hi, Steve. Thanks for having me. I love your show.
4: Oh, thank you. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for waiting through that.
6: (laughs) Sure. I think there are a couple of factors that are influencing the shortage of teachers in our state. I think primarily one of the things that started with COVID the pandemic didn't help the situation secondly I think many people are not entering the field these days because of the payment gap and lastly in terms of this teacher being um, followed by 900,000 people God bless her I think they should just leave her alone a lot of people tend to be very jealous and selfish of beauty and they attack somebody but if she's doing her job she's not being disrespectful God bless her and let her educate. You know, we don't need another person to let go for the, all the wrong reasons because people are too envious.
4: I totally agree. She's doing her job. And you know what? Uh, if she wants to make, uh, you know, if she wants to pursue a career in modeling or whatever, she wants to put her, you know, herself on Instagram and she's respectfully dressed, I don't see what the problem is.
7: You know, is not agree more. Yeah.
4: Thank you so much, Meg, for calling. I'm mean, Abby for calling New Jersey 101.5. Let's go to Meg in Doylestown. Hi, Meg. Hey, Steve, how you
7: doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. I certainly think there should be a dress code for children for, for, for teachers because, right. you know, if children come in dressed like whatever, you know, there's going to be a problem. A teacher says something goes for the principal. The right. teacher should also be held in the same scene because they're teaching these kids what not to do and what you learn, what not to do, what to do. Right. And, uh, you know, we don't need these kids losing innocence or they have any.
4: Well, the thing is, you know, here in the, first of all, I mean, I'm looking at these pictures and like, you know, the, how many, most people, you know, most genes are pretty tight. Uh, It's not overly tight, Uh, She's got dress pants and a turtleneck in one. She's got long sleeve shirts. I mean, I'm not seeing anything. She happens to have a really kind of like a Wendy Williams kind of body. You know, kind of right. like a like big hourglass figure. And she dresses to feature it. And I don't understand, like, you know, and she's got a dress here that's pretty loose-fitting. I don't understand what the problem is. She happens to look good in clothes, and she uh, puts herself out there on Instagram. And this has everybody that, upset.
7: That, too, is a problem, because you have kids right. that aren't going to be popular in school, and they're going to take any rules the, the, they'll follow this and you try to have, that's where you get mental health. What do you mean? You know, they're, it,
4: they're garnered. It's okay to have people in the world who, you know, who look, everybody, everybody looks differently. There are people who are, you awesome. know, they're, you know, all shapes and sizes. So if what, what she's basically saying is I feel good about myself. If kids can learn from that is learn that, you know, they could feel good about themselves. And confident.
7: I mean, if you can do that without having nine million nine thousand dollars, whatever. It is. Why
4: not? I mean, you know, you know, you know the way social media is, right? But this is, you know, and oh, one yeah. way she wants to pursue a modeling career, I guess. And this is another way to do it. Maybe she doesn't want to be a teacher for long, so you set up the, you know, you set up whatever your side hustle is, whatever the next thing is. Right. And right. I guess that's what she's doing.
7: I. I think she should leave teaching in because there's going to be kids, you know, you're wondering about mental health. And, and the good mental hygiene right. is showing you don't need 90 million followers to be a good person
4: person. Oh, you have a problem with the 900,000 Instagram followers. Well, the kids don't know that. Or Meg, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. And if they do, so what? Uh, Mike is in Illinois on New Jersey 101.5. What are you doing in Illinois? Are you on the app? Uh, actually, yeah, well, I am on the
3: app. But actually, I'm up on I-90 right now. Oh, okay. Headed to KCMO. We're up in New York tonight.
4: Ah, good for you. So what are you thinking, Mikey? Ah,
3: uh, let them want it. Hey, let, 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 let me go to the, the first part. The reason why there's probably a teacher shortage is because they're underpaid and there's too many kids coming to school while shooting schools up.
4: you think that's what it is? You think they're afraid of school shootings?
3: Yes. Yeah. This, this young generation, you already know. I ain't
4: got to tell you. All right, Mike. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5, since he doesn't have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs them? No, I'm kidding. one uh, 800 Got the Twitter poll out. Basically, I, I retweeted the article of the teacher. Uh, Asked, I got 71 votes so far. Should New Jersey teachers have a dress code? And 63.4% think they should. 36.6% say they shouldn't. Now, the question is, I'm looking at these pictures, and if you go on my Twitter at Real Steve Trev and take a look at them, she's not wearing anything revealing. Nothing in any other teacher. Many teachers wear tight jeans. Many teachers wear pullover shirts, turtlenecks, uh, button-down shirts, uh, a dress, uh, a a skirt. I don't get what the problem is here, but it's not about how I feel. It's more about how Chad Roberson feels. Are you feeling good today, Chad?
8: Feeling good, yeah. It's a good day. It's Uh a good Monday, you know?
4: Well, only because Dan is feeling good. It's 7.30.
8: Now, the latest New Jersey news from NJ101.5. Brought to you by Resorts Casino. Ends summer with a bang
4: on Sunday, September the 4th at 8 o'clock with Oceanfront Fireworks Spectacular. Presented by North Beach Atlantic City. Prime viewing locations can be found on the boardwalk at Resorts Casino Hotel, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, and Ocean Casino and Resort. Visit NorthBeachAtlanticCity.com. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevlin. You and me to 11 o'clock talking. What, the record skipped? We're, We're, We're not playing this vinyl, fish. Remember Rock Pile? Teach, Nick Lowe and the boys? got go back to the 80s with that. Alright, we got a very hot teacher in Pennsylvania, an elementary school teacher, and she's got 900,000 Instagram followers because she puts pictures of herself in what she wears to work. Uh, nothing revealing, but, uh, people are upset about it. I'm asking, should there be a teacher's dress code? I got a Twitter poll up at Real Steve Trev. You can follow me. We retweeted it out through, uh, New Jersey 101.5 at NJ 1015. So, so do check it out. And why is it so, tr- so much? trouble uh getting teachers in new jersey dan is in tom's river thanks for hanging dan
9: yeah Hey. how are you steve how are you doing I'm good how are you i'm doing great um good. two things first of all um i don't understand like is it 100 sure that she's wearing all the clothing to school you know
4: is it what do you mean these are all the, the pictures she's tweeting out or she's putting out on, she's posting are all uh, in the classroom. There's one oh. she's reaching up, you know, she's wearing uh, blue jeans, white top, and she's reaching up and uh, getting books from a shelf. Another one, she's standing there in beige jeans are tight, a beige top, a mask, uh, looking at students. The students, there are students in the picture, but they're blocked out. Another one, uh, she's wearing a nice uh, gray, a uh, dark gray pants black turtleneck, uh, really fl- showing off the figure, but nothing revealing. Another one again, the blue jeans and the, and the shirt, and right. she's got the mask on. So I don't see what the problem is. Right. Uh, what do you think?
9: Yeah, so so I, I mean, I, I don't see why this is a problem at all. I mean, people wear clothing. Um, yeah. I don't think, you know, it should be a problem now. And also to go ahead and start telling people what to wear. Now, Again, if she was wearing something that obviously was revealing, then we would understand. And if even if the students were in the pictures, then you know I, I can understand such a reason. But for, I mean, you would think—I don't know—weird jerseys up to these days. But you would think like you know, she's walking around in, 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 in bikinis in the classroom. I mean, I, no,
4: I, not at all, not at all. She just happens to be wearing. You know, p- people wear flattering clothing. You know, and she shouldn't be shamed because she happens to have an hourglass figure. And,
9: yeah, oh, go yeah, ahead. well, the, you know, people work behind the counters in stores. People work in, in, in the garbage collection company, which is a great thing to do, and they look great. And maybe they shouldn't be collecting garbage because their kids are going to see them in the street. I mean,
4: I know. I know has, but this is the same. You shouldn't
9: let your kids walk in the street because you'll see something that maybe you don't want your kids
4: to this is the same state that wants to teach sex education to kindergarten students. The same state that celebrates Miss America. What's the problem? Why not celebrate beauty? If you feel if you feel so good about yourself that you wanna you know, that you wanna put yourself out there on Instagram and nine hundred thousand people feel so good about you that they're following, God bless you. All right, all right. All right, Dan, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Caitlin is in Princeton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Caitlin.
6: Hi, how are you?
4: I'm good. How are you doing?
6: I'm good. Um, I wanted to say I disagree. I think that the teacher should be dressed appropriately in school. Um, I'm not sure what grade she teaches, but I have a son in middle school, and I had asked him when you first started talking how he would feel if he had like a, a pretty sexy teacher in, you know, form fitting clothes. And he said, oh, it would be distracting. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, did you ever have I a distracting teacher funny.
4: when you were in school, Kayla?
7: Oh God, no! I went
4: to private school. Oh, all come guys. on! <laughs> yeah, but wait a minute now. You got to remember, I went. I went to Catholic school with nuns. Nuns, I went to school with. Yeah.
7: Catholic yeah, school uniforms.
4: So. I had to deal with. Come on. There's
7: nothing distracting in Catholic. School.
4: Yeah, nothing distracting in Catholic school. That's why they. That's why so many of them closed. I think. <laughs> but, but I mean, like, Probably. yeah. But I mean, you look. Have you seen the pictures? I put them out on Twitter. She's wearing outfits They're kind of. They're tight, but there's nothing, like, revealing. She's not, like, you know, hanging out of clothes or anything like that. She just happens to be dressing very flattering. And, uh, again, she probably wants to pursue a career in modeling or whatever. She's getting attention now. Uh, And, again, I don't see what the problem
0: is.
6: I just think that I mean, she should dress how she feels, but she should definitely have a private account if she's teaching middle schoolers or older. No, she does. I they're younger, they're not that aware of like the sexuality, so it's not as big of a
7: problem. But once you hit middle school, I know firsthand with a son, they notice.
4: Oh yeah, they but notice. come on, but the, but that's a good thing, right? They're going to notice sooner or later. You know, the teachers they know. got <laughs> yeah, but you don't want that to happen. You want them to be. I got fifteen-year-old boys. I'm I know. I go on Facebook, and I see the little, my little babies on Memories, and next thing I know, they're behind me. Hi, Dad, is that us? <laughs> and you're like, you don't want that to change. I got it. I get it. Caitlin, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Jersey Elementary School teacher, they dubbed her miseducation for Instagramming her extremely tight work outfits while in the classroom. We can't have that. <laughs> uh, she got 900,000 Instagram followers, and she says she's being discriminated against. Uh, How do you feel about that? Rapper Fat Joe posted a video coming to her defense. Uh, She should not be being, she should not be shamed for being curvaceous. Adrian, I want to hang out, give you some more time, so please stick around. And uh, what do you think? 1-800-283-101.5. And the other question, the other question is uh, why is it so hard? As hard as it is finding teachers in New Jersey. Should there be a dress code? And, uh, again, if you know, if you're a teacher, give me your thoughts. Why do you think it is so hard to find teachers in New Jersey? And also coming up, I'll give you the results of the Twitter poll where I ask the very same question. So don't go anywhere.
3: Why did any choose
7: to do it in an appropriate way? All
4: right. Lori, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Mike, Jamie, Carol, Karen, please don't go anywhere. We're taking this into the next hour. Reliable. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Steve Travale's—we're talking till eleven o'clock tonight about all things Jersey because that's what we do. You go on nj1015.com where you can get this show on demand in case you miss anything. Uh, Smithereens have a lost album coming out next month. I give you the lowdown on the page. Also, I'm going to be the Grand Marshal of the Pizza Crawl in Seaside Heights. We got all that up there. The pictures from Catch a Rising Star last weekend headlining me. Very first comedy show. All right. Uh, why is it so hard to get people in New Jersey to accept teaching jobs? Uh, it is so bad in South Jersey that Pleasantville Acting Superintendent Karen Farkas, no, Dennis and Judy, this really is her name, Karen Farkas spoke about the shortage her district was facing at a Board of Education meeting this month from the Press of Atlantic City. She said the district was actively recruiting and interviewing applicants as soon as they apply to try to meet the need. They've got 309 total teaching positions at Pleasantville Public Schools as of August 9th. 21 were still vacant, and uh, they're just moving fast to try to get these positions filled. You would think that people would be lining up for teaching jobs in New Jersey. And then we've got in Pensacola, New Jersey, we've got an elementary school teacher who happens to have a very curvaceous body that she uh, puts on Instagram and has 900,000 followers and... Uh, I'm looking at these outfits, which is being posted by the Daily Mail. I don't see what the problem is, but a lot of parents are complaining about uh, what she's wearing to school. Uh, do you have a problem? Should there be a teacher dress code? we got those two things going on right now. 1-800-283-101.5. Mike is in Manalapan, New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike.
10: Hey, buddy. How are you doing tonight?
4: I'm good. What are you thinking?
10: Uh, what I'm thinking is as long, you know, most places of employment, no matter what it is, right. has some sort of guidelines as to what you're allowed to wear, what you're not allowed to wear. As long as she's sticking to, uh, you know, inside the rules, then there should be no problem. They, they can't change the rules and make them up as they go.
4: I agree. I mean, I'm looking at these pictures. She's got blue jeans, tight jeans on and a top, uh, nothing revealing. She's got dress slacks, black dress slacks and a turtleneck, a black turtleneck. Uh, She's got a very curvaceous figure, kind of like I said, Wendy Williams. Uh, same thing. I'm looking at these. She had a long, a long skirt, a blue long skirt. She puts her pictures up on Instagram. A green dress that is not tight at all, and uh, parents are freaking out about this. And her thing is, hey man, it's hard enough to find teachers. I want to do this job. I don't see where it interferes. I don't get what the problem is here.
10: Yeah, no, I don't get it either. Um, you know, live and let live as long as it's not, you know, trashy or anything. But you know, if she's teaching it at the high school level or a bunch of adolescent or, or teenage uh, students, then a curvaceous woman in a tight dress could help with gender identity studies too.
4: Well, you know, we do want to teach that, right? We have kindergarten kids learning about this, right? So what's the problem, right? I mean, figure it out themselves. Yeah, and we celebrate beauty in New Jersey. We have a Miss America pageant in Atlantic City. What's the problem? Did you yeah. ever have a hot teacher, Mike? Tour to her. Did you ever have a hot teacher in school?
10: You know, I I went to 14 years of of Catholic school. So in in high school, we had uh, probably four female teachers. There was one German teacher who was a little bit older, and she was really rough uh, and everybody would st- every year somebody would start a rumor that she had a rose tattoo on one of her breasts. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. and in an all boys' school, right. whenever she would wear a button down uh, blouse, right. everybody was trying to like. <laughs> <laughs>
4: And because it was a Catholic school, any teachers they hired were automatically hotter than anywhere else they could possibly have worked.
10: That's exactly right. <laughs>
4: that could have been the drawing card for teachers to go to Catholic school. one Tom is in New Hope on New Jersey 101.5.
1: Hey, Tom. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. I've been listening to the show, and, and i got to call you out a little bit. Go ahead. I think I think you know what the story is. I mean
4: what's the story? teachers
1: have to teachers have to uh, work to a standard. They could be role models. Okay. I've seen the pictures of this teacher. And
4: what's That's the Bible special
1: here? Well the the problem is is they they can influence children at a very young age. Okay. And unless you've been living under a rock, kids and technology nowadays and social media right. studies are out there. It starts much younger with bullying, with gender identities, the right. whole nine yards. But the last thing kids need to see at home, on social media or Instagram, whatever, I have a nephew who's in, who's, uh, who's in the sixth grade. Right. They know the score. They see the stuff. They talk about it. What
5: exactly
4: um, are they seeing? I mean, you, you've seen, you I, said I, you I saw know. the pictures. Tell me exactly what I they're the seeing.
1: Pic- I saw the pictures of this teacher right. on Instagram.
4: Well, what, well, tell me what's wrong with the pictures. What am I missing?
1: Well, first of all, she's taking pictures in the classroom, right. and, and the, the fact of the matter is it isn't the pictures as much as it is the role and responsibility she has as an educator. So She's what,
4: celebrating her trans- beauty, and other people are celebrating it with her. Come What's on. the problem? You
1: sound like a hypocrite. You're going to
4: give me, come on, and I sound like a hypocrite? How do I sound like a hypocrite? Yeah, do you know the way, Tom, Tom, do you know the definition of the word hypocrite?
1: That's right, I do.
4: What is the definition of the word hypocrite?
1: Listen, I'm not going to recite Webster's definition. Of but, but but I just want
4: to know that you know it, because a hypocrite is someone who says one thing and does the other. I've been consistent in my opinion. I'm not being hypocritical well, at tonight's
1: all. Show. I, so, I, okay, so here's the slippery slope, Steve. You ready? Tell me the slippery slope. Tomorrow I'm ready.
4: I'm tomorrow. braced at the edge of the, of the of the slippery slope. Go ahead. What is it? it?
1: Tomorrow it'll be the transgender teacher. The next day it'll be... Now, wait
4: a minute. Hold on. What about... the Hold on. Go back. What about the transgender teacher?
1: They might post photos of their lifestyle, their activities.
4: Again, but but now but now wait a minute. But now, Tom, hold on. If if, they're, if we're saying a transgender teacher, now we're going to go to a hypothetical. So, if a transgender teacher is posting photos. Of her, right. of herself, or himself on yeah. on social media, right. right? And we're teaching in schools, right? We want to teach kindergarten kids yeah. about gender identity and that transgender is okay. One of my best friends is transgender, by the way. But let's, uh, all right, Julia Scotty, all right. So so let's let's go on, and uh, so we're basically celebrating that, and we're teaching that it's okay. Why would it be a problem if a transgender teacher? Posted pictures on Instagram celebrating their beauty. Just like this woman is celebrating her beauty. And 900,000 people. Now, when you go on Instagram, you have the choice of either pass or play. You either follow or you ignore, right? 900,000 people agree with this woman who is celebrating her beauty. I have no problem teaching kids to celebrate their beauty. And this is what you're saying. This is making me a hypocrite. I don't get it.
1: Go ahead. I listen to your show a lot. I, under, I I think I have a sense for your conservative values.
4: Okay. Well, wait a minute. My conservative. What are my conservative values? I, I take each situation, and we're talking about each situation. Where Where are my conservative values? Where have I contradicted myself in anything I've said tonight, Tom?
1: Well, I, I guess my problem is I listen to the show too much.
4: You listen to my show, or do you listen to the radio That's station?
1: Right. I listen to your show. All right, where well,
4: on my show have I contradicted anything I've said tonight? Just tell me that.
1: Point out one instance. Uh, you, you, you know, you know there have been too many shows going. Oh, well, listen. I mean, it's the whole thing with.
4: I appreciate you listening, by the way. Thank you. But seriously, yeah. if I if point it out to me because I I'm pretty consistent. I don't. You know, I, I this is who I am. I give you everything. I'm not. I'm not saying anything to try to pander to an audience. My audience is my own. It's different from the rest of the station. As are each of our other shows.
1: Right. Okay. I guess you got me then. So I, I can't recite, you know, one of the shows from the past. Well, back, don't
4: say know. things that you can't back up. And don't just say things for the sake of saying things when people are going to you know actually what? question you on them. I wouldn't do that to you. I wouldn't do that to anybody.
1: It's not saying it for the sake of saying Then it. what are you my, saying? My, my point is simply this. As yes. an educator. Um,
4: You're a your teacher?
1: There's, there's, there should be a certain standard right. by which you conduct yourself and i realize this is her personal life as opposed to her professional life but it's evident that some of the pictures were taken in cla- in the classroom right. with some kids who've had their identities covered up i guess through the meet- through uh, through the screen okay right. kids at that age are very influenced
4: Bible by what? By beauty? She's a good-looking woman who put very f- nice pictures of herself. She's not posing. She's not it's not Playboy poses or anything like that. Nothing revealing. I would want my daughter I to look at those pictures. pictures. I wouldn't have a problem the with is it.
1: Not revealing in any way. Say that
4: again. The picture
1: with the bikini is not revealing in any way.
4: I'm not looking at a picture of a bikini. I'm looking at the pictures that are from the classroom that she has posted. Now, if she posts pictures of herself in a bikini, I have no problem. They sell bikinis in stores. What's the problem?
1: All right, uh, we'll just—I guess—we'll just agree to disagree.
4: Thank you. All right, let's agree to disagree because I'm starting to get a headache. All right, one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. This is really crazy. You know, you have a—you have a good-looking teacher in Pensacola at a time when it's damn near impossible to get teachers in New Jersey. And I don't understand why that is. It's one of the greatest jobs, right? You get July and August off. Nick Ferroni, uh, People Magazine's sexiest school teacher. One of the smartest teachers, you know, a real a, a credit to his profession, who's been on here many times. Should he not work because he's a good-looking guy? I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. But do you believe teachers should have a dress code, 1-800-283-101.5? Why is it so hard getting teachers? And like I said, I tweeted out these pictures and I put up a Twitter poll and I'm going to give you the results coming up. 1-800-283-101.5. You need to sell your property quickly. Robert Tukansky of REMAX First Advantage can get you thousands of dollars more than you ever imagined. Susan was entrusted with the sale of an estate in Tom's River. Rob and his team got to work marketing the home, which sold in just 10 days after 13 showings and multiple offers for 350000 dollars gish, which was $50,000 over the list price. Susan was very glad she called Rob. Robert Tukansky of REMAX First Advantage have superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Google sells Rob NJ and read nearly two thousand five star Google reviews. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukanski at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com or Google RobSellsNJ NJ. And then start backing. fast traffic. All right one 800 1015 Why is it so hard getting uh, teachers in New Jersey? This is a question that we have been asking for the last couple of hours. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5. Let's talk to uh, Christine in Cherry Hill on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Christine.
6: Hi, how are you? I totally agree with you. I think these people are
4: nuts. Uh, what am I missing? I mean, so so I don't see what the problem is, especially when it's so hard to find teachers.
6: I totally get you. You know what? I think they need to step back and realize that they don't own the school, and they need to just cut it out. You go to the schools, and you see half of these parents, half of the mothers, they look like coochie mamas themselves. What's the school going to do? They're going to say, all right, if you want to pick up the kids, there's a dress code because we don't want to expose our children to the likes of you, uh, you know, it's got to and so, Oh, that's
4: funny. So, that's so, funny. No, I love that. Lady, I didn't even think of that.
6: <laughs> the lady was totally appropriate. You know, give me a break. You know, let her do her job. And these people need to just get a life, go to work, and, and let these teachers do their jobs as hard enough as it is.
4: Exactly, exactly. Christine, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Yeah, the, the women who are complaining are probably dressing better than the teacher or more, you know, revealing than the teacher. They would have the problem. 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, we did a Twitter poll. And let me give you the results of the Twitter poll. Uh, basically asking, should New Jersey teachers have a dress code? We got 108 votes in a little over an hour. 62% say yes, 38% say no. Okay, given the dress code thing, looking at the pictures of this teacher, I'm not sure who she is, uh Pensaken Elementary School teacher. Uh, some of what's been said about her, you're sad, taking booty pics during class. Uh, one said in response to the teacher's pictures, Uh, she's got kids taking pics of her ass in class. Another failed Instagram model that went into teaching kindergarten for clout. They always teach kindergarten, never high school physics. Do you want them teaching high school physics? Instagram handle acquiring money rope. Well, I don't see the problem teaching kindergarten. And uh, I don't think she's a failed Instagram model if she's got 900,000 followers. Uh, this is just jealousy. The art teacher was having none of it. She let them know what she sees nothing wrong with her booty on Instagram feed. Trying to booty shame me because I'm curvaceous is still discrimination, she wrote on social media. She's right. What is the problem? Why shouldn't she celebrate her body? She feels good about herself. She puts herself on Instagram. And uh, 900,000 people agree with her. Am I missing something here? 1 800 283 101.5. Carol's on the parkway on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Carol. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you?
6: I'm good. I'm good. I don't mind how she dresses. Okay. She's You
2: know, she, she, she doesn't dress
6: you know, it's okay. But I have one question. Go ahead. Who's taking the pictures in the classroom?
4: That's a very good question. That's a very good... Now, let me see. I'm looking at... I don't This picture... You know what? I'm going to guess that maybe she's kind of got like a time flash on her, uh, you know, on her camera. Uh, The pictures that I'm looking at... uh, now, I don't know who, t- who took the pic- some of these pictures and posted them on Instagram. That's one thing. Uh, there's a video of her taking stuff off a shelf. There's another video of her taking, she's got her back to the camera, and somebody must have snapped it and threw it up there. She's got, a picture of her on the desk, you know, uh, leaning, like she's got her hand on the desk. She's dressed. I mean, I have no problem with the way she's dressed. One, she's wearing a mask, and she's got her thumb up. Uh, nope. Yeah, one looks like a selfie. One does look like a selfie. And the other one, she's being, you know, she's just posing for. So I really don't know who's taking the pictures.
6: <laughs> there she is. She should be teaching these kids. And well, she's the, posing and having pictures taken. I don't...
4: But know. we don't know that this is happening during cl- during actual... So I don't think she's stopping class to do it, do you?
6: I don't know. Isn't there a picture with kids? I haven't seen it all. I haven't seen all the pictures. I just thought... There's, awesome.
4: there's a picture that I'm looking at, which is taken outside. Uh, now, she's outside, and there's a little girl in front of her. But the little, you see the back of the little girl, and she's, it's art class. So she's looking at the painting. The teacher is standing behind her. She turns to the camera, puts a thumbs up. Uh, the little girl can't see. There's that one. There's another one where whoever took the picture of her from behind, there's a student sitting at a desk I don't think she knew this one was being taken. Uh, she's wearing a mask. There's a student at a desk, but that's got a heart over her face, so you can't see that.
6: But but so she's in the classroom with children. Right. thing.
4: No, she's not po- Like I'm saying, these are not posing pictures. These are pictures, the ones in the classroom. The one in the classroom, I don't think she had anything that was being taken. She's not facing the camera at all. She's got her back to the camera. She's looking somewhere else. Somebody must have snapped this picture and put it up there. And the paper, and the, you know, the, the, the story grabbed it to use. You
6: know, I'm thinking our tax dollars at work here. She could post all the pictures she wants out of school.
4: But we don't know when she posted him. She's not doing this while she's on the school clock is what I'm saying.
6: You said I didn't see all the pictures, but you did say there were some pictures in the classroom.
4: Right. There are pictures of her. And I don't know when she posted these pictures or who took these pictures. I know she didn't. There's a couple of them. You know, again, I don't know when they were taken. I don't know when they were posted. If she's doing this, if she's st- she's supposed to be teaching and she's using class time to post the pictures, that would be a different story. But that's not what I'm seeing here.
6: Don't ever mind post the pictures, but take the pictures.
4: Again, I don't know who's taking the pictures. I know, that's
6: the problem. I'd like to find out who's
2: taking the
4: pictures. And then we suspend them. All right, thanks for the call The New Jersey 101.5. Kenny, hang out. 1-800-283-101.5. Should teachers have a dress code? Do you have a problem with teacher, uh, with the teacher as a curvaceous body putting her pictures on Instagram? It's 8.30.
8: Now, the latest New
4: Jersey. As your weather brought to you by the New Jersey Department of Human Services? Opioid addiction can happen to anyone. Doesn't matter how you started or why you can't stop. All that matters is getting help. You'll find it at 844-REACH-NJ. If you or someone you love is struggling with addiction, make the call to 844-REACH-NJ. Steve Trevelis, 1-800-283-101.5. Should New Jersey teachers have a dress code? Why is it so hard to find New Jersey teachers? I was talking about Nick Ferroni before, Union High School teacher, one of the best teachers in the land. uh, Best teacher I know. He's going to be calling in tomorrow night at 830, so uh, hang out for that. But seriously, if you're a teacher, what is the problem? And also, if you're a teacher, what is the problem with a teacher who celebrates her beauty by putting her pictures on Instagram? She's got 900,000 followers. Uh, she's curvaceous, but there's nothing revealing in the pictures, and parents are freaking out. Kenny's freaking out. Kenny's on the turnpike on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Kenny.
3: Yeah, how you doing, Steve? I'm not freaking out. I just think that it's really ridiculous. Because when I was in the fourth grade, and I got something to follow up after this. I was in the fourth grade. I had the most beautiful fourth grade teacher in elementary school, and it was okay, right? Right. Now, what are they going to do next? You can't. Why are they shaming Mother Nature? This woman, you know, any woman, it's not their fault that they've got what they have, and it should be appreciated and not chastised and... And you know what I mean. I don't. I don't get it. But before you know it, just one thing, and you can talk. I'm sorry. That's okay, Kenny. Before you know it. On the application or in the ad, it's going to say, if you don't look like a German ogre circa 1950s or 60s, you need not apply. Remember
4: the old Wendy's commercial? He's next. Yes. Schwimmwehr. He's next. Yes. evening <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And she comes out with the beach ball. And yep, yep. No, 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 no. You know what? The thing is this. Uh, she, she's an art teacher. So she yeah. understands beauty. Right? She's basically she's putting her pictures on Instagram and the pictures that I've seen. Uh, yep. I have no problem with some of them. You know, I, it looks like someone else took the pictures. It also looks like she didn't know. There's only one picture that I'm looking at here. One was a selfie and the other one uh, where she's given a thumbs up. I don't think she knew the other pictures were being taken. But however, she got them. They're on our Instagram. So she's got nine hundred. Yeah, I she's bustle. got nine hundred thousand followers. This is a state that celebrates, as well it should, Miss America, which used to be all about beauty, and now they've decided that beauty is a bad thing. Uh, But we had Miss America, and we also want to teach kindergarten students about gender identity. So what is the problem with a woman who identifies as a woman and wants to celebrate
3: her womanhood? God bless her. That's all I can say. Keep going and don't listen to the static.
4: Got it, Kenny. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. I seriously, really, do not get this. Um, Going back to the uh, Twitter poll, going back to the Twitter poll, uh, I put up here, should New Jersey teachers have a dress code? 61.5% say yes, 38.5% say no. And the thing about this is that someone brought up a point earlier. You know, what about the way some of these moms go to school? You know, moms, I'd like to teach. one <laughs> 1015 Jersey Shore score responds. Many teach in second or third level classrooms and on a daily basis have 30 students. No air conditioning or consistently 10 to 15 degrees warmer than outside temperatures. Early and late in the school year, that means 85 to 90 degrees in the classes. This could be why we don't have, you know, why we don't have teachers in New Jersey. Uh, Another Lizzie. Well, hold on. Let's get Karen on from Spotswood on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Karen.
11: Hey, how are you?
4: Good. How are you? I
11: love your chat. Now, I'm doing good. I had a hang-up before, but I'm back.
4: Oh, okay. Welcome, um, Karen. I'm glad you're here.
11: Yeah, me too. I because I, I'm very passionate about this topic, as a matter of fact, because I've been saying for years that kids need to wear uniforms to school. It makes, you know, the morning so much easier for moms. And oh, the God, you yeah. And I also think that the teachers um, can set a good example these days for the kids. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I don't know how teachers dress these days. I don't go into the classroom. Mm-hmm. But I think that, um, you know, they, I, I work in a small retail store, and I have a dress code that I'm required. We have to wear all black slacks and black shirts, and they don't give us any of it. But I think that, you know, if teachers, guys wear a nice pair of khakis and maybe their school color shirt. My grandsons have their school color shirts. And, um, you know, the teachers, the, the women can also wear, you know, a pair of black slacks and, you know, maybe a white um you know button down shirt or you know something like that it's not gonna hurt anybody it's not gonna you know change the learning atmosphere or anything but i think you know it just all around i think it's time for that to happen
4: well you know what again she's not she's not doing i don't see anything inappropriate here i don't see why people are are freaking out have you seen the pictures
11: no, no, I haven't, but I heard that you said it wasn't even in the classroom. It, it was on her Instagram
4: page. Well, the pictures were taken in the classroom. I'm not sure if she knew she was being photographed or not. Some yes, some no, but they were posted to her Instagram page. The Instagram page, which you don't do in school. You know, this is outside. The Instagram, her Instagram page, she has 900,000 followers on Instagram. Wow. And her, and her thing is, you know, first of all, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be shamed because I'm curvaceous. And the other thing is, you know how hard it is to find teachers in New Jersey and you're coming after me? Why?
11: Yeah, I, you know, I would have to see the pictures to be more um, opinionated about
4: it. All right. I posted but, you them know, on we're
11: showing curves in the classroom. No, I don't agree with
4: that at all. All right. Well, that I mean, so much. she just happens to be overly curvy. I don't think it's possible that she could not show the curves. I mean, she's got well, like I can a,
7: tell you a... You watch Wendy I Williams? You ever, shirt, see, you ever see Wendy Williams? going to help. She's got yeah, we're gonna we're
4: gonna do like uh, what do you call it? The moo right? The we of put the moo on.
2: No <laughs> <So do I, laughs>
4: now nah, nah, the, the moo should be outlawed. <laughs> That's what it called the New Jersey one oh one point five. There's a certain point in life when a woman turns to the moo Turn back. 1-800-283-101.5. Should teachers have a dress code? Where do you stand? Jersey Radio. If you want to make it an endless summer, New Jersey 101.5 is giving you a free getaway to the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. And what a place it is. I was there a week and a half ago seeing the Letter B show. This is the last week to listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. it on the New Jersey 101.5 app to win. There's three winners every day. Thank you to our sponsors, the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, where legendary entertainment lives. Make it an endless summer with a free AC getaway from New Jersey. 101.5. right 1-800-283-101.5 Should New Jersey teachers have a dress code is uh, basically the topic here. Uh, side topic, why is it so hard to find teachers in New Jersey? Uh, Union High School teacher Nick Ferroni is going to call in tomorrow night. we going to talk about this more at 835. 62% of the and 58 votes say there should be a dress code. 38% say no. Uh, now, in the Daily Mail, uh, I tweeted this out at nj1015.com, and uh, there's a teacher uh teaches at Penn Salkin Elementary School. And uh she's being slammed by parents as miseducation. She into she Instagrams her extremely tight work outfits while in the classroom. She's got nine hundred thousand Instagram followers. And uh she's the outfits that she's wearing I don't have a problem with, honestly. Uh nothing I haven't seen women wear or moms wear who pick up the women, and not all tight. She's wearing a dress that's pretty loose. She's got some slacks that are pretty loose, a turtleneck. I don't get it. And uh, she's being defended uh, by rap star uh, Little Bro. Uh, Let me see if I can find it here. Meanwhile, Kyle, my producer, uh, has also seen the pictures. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I I mean, I don't... I don't care regardless, right? This is somebody, as far as her work outfits go, like, I've seen the article. I've seen the pictures that are posted. I don't think that there's anything she's wearing in those pictures that warrant anybody to get upset about anything. And then, moreover, just looking at her Instagram uh, page, like, this is somebody's personal life for them to do with what they want. I don't care what you do outside of school, right? Like, that's not my business, what you're doing outside of school. If you want to do stuff and post stuff on Instagram, go ahead. It's your right to be able to do that. I don't care. Right. They're not nude pictures.
4: They're just pictures. Yeah, She's celebrating her body. Fat Joe is a rapper. Posted a YouTube video. There's a teacher out there in New Jersey. This is a special, special one, the rapper says. I say, let the woman be great. Can you fire someone for their looks? Can you fire a teacher that's ugly? How can you fire a teacher because she's bad? Uh teacher is also an artist, frequently posts photos of herself in tight latex and, and uh, leather outfits, sometimes wearing a bikini. Again, you know what? Uh, I got to tell you, Nick Ferroni is one of the top 25 fittest men in America. He's been voted this by a national men's magazine. If I had that body, if I looked like that, I'd be posting pictures of myself. Yeah, right. I mean, seriously. What is the pride? I just don't get what the problem is? I don't. Especially when you work out, you look good. You want to look good. You want to show the world. You
0: feel good about yourself. Check me out. I don't disagree. And then uh, also, just going, on, I want to make it known. I, I did vote. Uh, there should be a dress code for teachers in your pool. Or your poll but that was just strictly based off the fact that there's one for students as well so if there's going to be one for students there should be one for teachers too i really don't think there should be any at all though mm-hmm. but if there's going to be one for students there should be for both
4: do you uh, did you ever have a hot teacher
0: uh, um, you know, in school come on honestly not that i but you i was never had about a at that school you
4: weren't come on you're you're sitting there you're bored out of your mind you're getting these feelings 15 year old Kyle 13 14 year old Kyle you're staring at the teacher
0: you never uh, really took a look at the teacher? I am I'm, I'm, I don't really think I have, no. No? No. Did you go to public school or Catholic I school? I did. I went to public school. That
4: could be why. Yeah. <laughs> 1-800-283-101.5. You know, it's really hard when you go to Catholic school
0: and they're all just nuns. <laughs> and you guys don't have to wear a dress code, right? They had, had no entire... dra-
4: they, had, they had one dress code and they were wearing it. Right? Yeah. They had Jesus dress code. And uh, we're going to talk later, too, about uh, what's going on in Ocean Grove. Uh, Where they're that that doing a pier in the yeah. shape of a cross. I owned a business in Ocean Grove. I tell you stories about Ocean Grove Coffee. No, that was Seattle City. Uh, Daily Grind.
0: Daily was Grind. Ocean
4: Grove, and then uh, well, Asbury Park Boardwalk. I was at last week, right next to Ocean Grove. Mm-hmm. And I mean, seriously, it's uh, I, I I don't understand what people are so worked up about. But if you got to go back, the patron saint of the Steve Travalee show is Bill Hicks comedian, par excellence. And uh, we'll go back and get Bill Hicks' thoughts on this, which uh, he uttered on the David Letterman show in 1993. So stick around. Not New York. It's
3: all right. It's
4: all, right. all right. You meet 11 o'clock tonight, Steve Trevely. Talking all things Jersey, because that's what we do at 1-800-283-101.5. Go to NJ1015.com, where the show is available on demand. So if you miss anything and you want to tell your friends, you go into NJ1015.com. You click podcast, and here we are. Uh, Manja, named the Grand Marshal for the 2022 Seaside Heights Pizza Crawl, which takes place September the 10th. I will break crust in Seaside Heights. How about that, eh? That's an
0: amazing thing.
4: I'm interested in that. You got to go. What is it? Uh, it's a pizza crawl. There's uh, several pizzerias have visited, and a uh, good time is had by all.
0: I will not be partaking in the
4: pizza eating contest. You will not be partaking in the pizza eating? Well, you've been having so much pizza up until the pizza eating contest. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be happy to MC that with my mouth full. There you About go. not easy, right? Uh, also, the Smithereens have a lost album that they have unearthed, and it's coming out next month, and I got the lowdown, and I got the quotes from the Smithereens, and they're in there. We're going to get them in the studio next month as well when the album comes out, so we got that. And uh, the pictures from uh, Saturday night. Your parents were there. I got they, to meet your folks.
0: They were there?
4: I that. told them, what happened to your son? <laughs> <laughs> right, I, uh, but uh, yeah, they
0: were really nice. It was fun. Yeah, they said it was a pleasure to meet you. A good time was had by all. So I heard. I heard it was a successful event. You know, yeah, like I said, you know, you you have in your head
4: what you want it to be like, and then you have what it is. So it's never what you want it to be like in your head. You know, in your head, it's HBO. Yeah. <laughs> in, in reality, it's Princeton. But uh, somewhere in the middle, there's room for improvement. Uh, but
0: it was such a blast. Well, we said this on the phone today, too, right? I mean, nobody that's in the audience knows how you thought it was going to go in your head, so... Yeah, as far as that. Well, when they tell you, hey, it
4: was great. Who am I to argue with? (laughs) No, it was really a lot of fun, though. I just want to thank again everybody who came out. Are you ready? Born ready. Let's do it.
8: I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for Headlines and treadlines. I read
2: the news today, oh boy. Doctor, doctor.
8: News. As Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here?
0: There's the question. What the hell's going on out there? Let me tell you what's going on out there. How about yes, that? St. Vincent Lombardi. <laughs> August 29th, 1980. Yes. Phil Simms at Chris Simms. On this day. Oh, that was his birthday? 1980. In, Fra- in Franklin Lakes. How about that? Yes, sir.
4: Okay. Who knew the kid who up to be a football analyst? Yeah. Here's an incredible story. Because when Sims got cut from the Giants, uh, he was just so depressed that he just got together with Chris and just taught him everything about football. Yeah. Not that he didn't already know. But Chris goes on to be like an amazing Jersey quarterback. And I remember when he was trying to choose between Texas and Tennessee. And then he goes to the pros and John Gruden drafts him with Tampa Bay. Yeah. He has a spleen removed. He's an incredible hit. A really smart guy, Chris Sims. Kind of wooden a little in the delivery. But a really, you know, work for the Patriots. I didn't realize, you know, when it comes to football. I mean, just being Phil Simpson son is going to get yeah. you there.
0: But, yeah, a really smart guy. Didn't Phil Sims go to, like, Moorhead State or something? In Kentucky. Yeah, some nothing school, right? It was just a little... You got to see the clip of the Giants drafting him, and Roselle is laughing
4: as the crowd goes nuts. But, I mean, sims the first couple of years, he uh, got hurt a lot. And then uh, around 1982, 83, he decides, you know, he starts lifting weights, becomes a weight maven. And he's benching like 400 pounds, hanging Jesus. out with a lineman. And he became indestructible and just that's he got hurt in 1990. But he, uh, you know, uh, had an incredible arm. And he was incredibly accurate. And the Giant fans hated him. <laughs> and he said, he'll tell you that. Uh, but, you know, I remember Bill Parcells saying, you guys are going to miss all number 11 when
0: he's not here anymore. <laughs> and he was right. Boy, did they. Because after him, what? Kerry Collins was the next one who finally was somewhat good. Sims... To Dave Brown. Yeah, I've heard about Dave Brown. He's my dad.
4: Danny Canal. To Kent Graham. To Kerry Collins. Mm. So there were, it's not a guarantee when you lose a quarterback that the next guy is going to be ready. Of course. Yeah, as, as we see all around the league. You know, and a lot of times you think you got the next guy. I remember when Sims got cut. I was uh, in Philadelphia. Stan Walters was an offensive tackle for the Eagles, and he was doing. Uh, he was Merrill Reese's sidekick okay. at the time before Mike Quick. And I was uh, talking to Stan about it. He goes, "You got to remember, you know, it was beginning of free agency. They thought Sims thought he was going in to sign footballs, only to find out that he was going to get cut. Mm. Uh, but he said, you know, you got to remember that's they signed Dave Brown. Uh, they drafted him with the supplemental draft. They signed him in '92.'" 93, he's got a three year contract, right? He goes, he's going to, if they don't move, if they don't figure this out, you know, and Sims, he just went to a Pro Bowl in 93, took them to the playoffs. And they had to cut him because if they didn't and Dave Brown walked and became great, what are you going to do? Yeah. And you can't keep Dave Brown with Phil Sims as the backup because there would be torture on Dave Brown. And so Sims gets cut and he just works with Chris. And they would work all day on high school, and then at night they'd
0: go in the basement, look at the giant tapes. And he's an incredible story, Chris Sims. I mean, look at it now. You just mentioned about not having a guarantee in the successor. You go from Eli Manning to Daniel Jones. And you find yourself in the same boat, right? Well, we got to see. The book is still open in Daniel Jones. I've closed we'll see you this year. I've closed it. you closed it? it? I've closed All right.
4: it. All right, what else we got?
0: So I join a This Day in New Jersey Facebook group. There's a This Day in New Jersey Facebook group? There is a Facebook group for it. I found <laughs> okay. it, and I had to request to join. And right. I wasn't, just, get, wouldn't I wasn't just, just let you in. Yeah? I wasn't just let in. I had to make a case for why you I should be let in. So I said that I do this for, you and know. And they still let you in? I was let in. Okay. So now they're getting publicity for being on air here. This day in New Jersey. Um, on this day in 1962 in New Jersey. Right. This is, you know, not something crazy, but the lower level, Steve, of the George Washington Bridge was finished. On this day? On this day. All right. In 1962. When do you think the top half... Was finished. How long was that open for before the bottom? I'm going to say, oh, God, 30 years. Close. 1935.
4: All right. There we go. 32, 35.
0: You were actually... I was wrong. I have it right here. 31. I don't know why it's 35. So almost 30 years on the nose. All right. There we go. That was some good guessing out of you right there. That was good. And then we always... I feel like any time we do Headlines and Treadlines, there is right. somehow always a Beatles twist to it. Now, it's not There's in New Jersey. There's a Beatles
4: twist it? It's not no, in New not Jersey. Not in New Jersey.
0: But okay. the Beatles are apparently just an August band because every time I'm looking through this, they always pop up. And on this day in 1966, they did their last scheduled. In Candlestick Park. In Candlestick Park. Their last San scheduled Francisco. performance. Correct. And they show up
4: at the Equipment. And the, uh, they're told when they get to the gate that they are not allowed to bring the trucks onto the outfield. So the techies had to carry the equipment from the gate into the stadium. The Beatles were fed up with concerts to begin with. They didn't want to do live anymore. At the end of the concert, they're getting on an airplane. Paul is sitting in the plane. The engineer is sitting behind them. George gets on the plane, and he looks at Paul. And they knew it was going to be their last show. They didn't tell anybody. And he says to uh, Paul, "Did you, you know, did you get it? Did you tape it?" Paul turns to the engineer and says, "Did you tape it?" He says, "Yeah." George collapses in his seat and says, "Thank God, I'm no longer a Beatle." <laughs> and that was the last. Now it doesn't happen now until 1966. Now you fast forward to 1969. They hadn't played in three years. And they decide, they were doing the Hey Jude video, and uh, there was 300 people in the Hey Jude video. And uh, it took, in those days, when you recorded video, you can only go up to 10 minutes, and you got to change the tape. So every time they would change the tape, they'd have 300 people around them, and they just stand in there. So they play 50 songs and mess with the crowd, and they're having a grand old time. Hey, we can do this! So they decide that they're going to write and record an album in three weeks' time that would perform live on stage and for 300 people. And that became, let it be, that became the Get Back Sessions. And what they found out was that they were too big to do that. So the final (laughs) concert was up on the roof.
0: Crazy. Mm -hmm. They were so, I mean, just to be too big to even have crowds for concerts because you're that big of a band is nuts. And
4: all they ever wanted, that was the whole thing with Get Back. Peter Jackson talks about this. All they ever wanted at the end was to play for 300 people.
0: Yeah. You
4: know, but in the end, they would have to carry that weight. See what I did that. I did. I just passed Traffic. <laughs> All right, 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. We're uh, doing a little discussion of what's going on in Don with uh, Kyle Forsini, my producer. It's so good to have you back as my producer, by the way back and
0: better back and better yes. even though I'm sick so maybe I'm not better but I'm back okay back in butter <laughs> alright so uh, what, el- what else is going on in- what else is going on in the news alright so weird Al Yankovic makes out with Madonna in a trailer for an upcoming what? biopic how about this so this Weird, is Weird Al
4: makes out with Madonna. In- Poor Madonna. What's going on with Madonna? Right, she had the 27 year old Dominican lesbian she was making out with on stage a couple of months ago at the festival. Right now she's making out with Weird Al. She's 63 years old. She wants what? now she wants to make out with everybody. Well, this We're is- going to put her in a kissing
0: booth. This isn't the real Madonna though. It's an it's oh. a movie. It's a it's a movie about a biopic about Weird Al's life. So it's called. It's not the real Madonna. It's not. That's the headline of this article. But it's the actress who plays Madonna and the actress who plays Weird Al. Oh! But that's the, the headline. Weird Al ever make it. out with Madonna? I'm assuming yes, right? Because Damn. why would they put this in the story if it didn't happen? I feel like that creates some controversy. you Madonna. <laughs> yeah. Why are you making out with Weird Al? All right. Well, regardless, um, two things. One. Mm-hmm. Well, how big was Weird Al back in like the nineties? Was he really that big? I don't
4: big? remember. He's like a Yakov Smirnoff. I mean, I don't know. He's there's these guys that are just always there. I don't know. And he was kind of a parody guy. Yeah, right? of he course. had some good songs. He had like "Eat It," uh, uh, like a sturgeon. Was that him? Uh, I mean, he's had, He's has a. He's pretty good. I mean, he's not bad. I don't remember Weird Al Mania hitting the world, yeah. but he was just
0: out there, and he, I guess he's still out there. Well, they're making a movie about his life. It's called "Weird: The Al Yankovic Story." Which, I mean, I know a little bit about the guy. I'm not saying I'm going to watch the movie. It is sort of interesting because he's
4: a creative. I mean, the thing is, like, to write parodies, which in radio we do it all the time, you know. But you know the way he did it to write him and produce him and put the thought into him that he did, and just the idea of what makes a guy
0: like that tick. It's pretty interesting. I'd I'd go see that. Who's playing Weird Al? uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh. Guy from Harry Potter. Okay. Um and so there's a picture of him in this article actually, and I mean I'll, I'll show it to you, the audience obviously can't see, but For what those do you of think? It you
4: know, <laughs> looks like Howard Stern. He does. He looks like with Howard hair. Stern in NBC. <laughs> so we put an Afro wig on him and a mustache and suddenly But the doesn't uh, he look like Howard Stern a little in little private bit, parts? A little bit, especially with the glasses too. They should have got yeah. Howard Stern a lot of people thought Howard Stern and Rhea now were pretty close.
0: Like they looked like they could they could look alike. It says in the article, Joey Ramone and Howard Stern, that uh, Weird Al was, was struggled to get taken seriously back in like his heyday, and rightfully you're so, writing, eat it,
4: and like a sturgeon, and you're struggling with being <laughs>
0: taken seriously. All right, that's one of the things that will, I guess, be detailed uh, in this. He was parody shamed in this, yeah, right. Parody challenged, parody of Weird Al. How about that? Really? Did you see what happened in Philadelphia this weekend? What happened in Philadelphia? Mm-hmm. What, what, the Eagles lost to the Dolphins? The no. Got, they were in Miami. What happened? One of the weirdest things I've ever seen, I'd never even heard of this. It says, hundreds bear it all, or just a little, during the Philly naked bike ride. Have you heard They've of this? They've done that before. Oh, of course they have, but all I right. just, the weird, I had never heard of it until I'm, I'm researching this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So it's done... Um, for cycling... Add- Painful, I imagine. Cycling <laughs> advocacy, fuel reduction, and body positivity. So, like, there's a cause for it. Still the weirdest thing I have ever seen in my
4: Weirder life. Weirder than Weird Al? A weird Al weird. should do, like, bicycle. Bi- he should do, like, the Queen
0: Bicycle song uh, as a parody to the naked bike ride. Weirder than Weird Al by a mile.
2: Okay.
0: I mean... I- I just I have no words for it. Getting naked and riding a bicycle down in the middle of the streets of Philadelphia with people see you when you're riding your bike. We, we were, we were right talking about ride fast. I guess. We're talking about dress codes and dress codes in school earlier. I mean, there's How so, does that not get How does that get by? Like, I have no the idea. I guess in there like um, you know, Disorderly, not this. what would the, what would the word Public be? nudity. Public nudity, right. I mean, I, I don't know. Now, not everybody is completely naked. Some people, you're allowed to do whatever you want to your body. So some people have paint on so you can't see certain things. They're decked out. Some people have just underwear on. But according to the article, there are actually people biking butt naked. I would not be one of them. I wouldn't either. I, I could.
4: I, I don't, you know what? I could never, a lot of times, you haven't been to a nude beach or whatever. No. It's... I've I've been to nude beaches and you know nude beach in your mind is completely different from nude beach in your, in your view <laughs> completely different and uh, I wouldn't want to want to watch the bike ride no no I not, just... unless it was on Cinemax and a Friday night at about two o'clock in the morning that'd be different but I mean you this wanna... would not be the Cinemax bike ride naked bike ride.
0: You want to talk about being confident in your body. You were talking about that earlier, where if you're confident, show it off. Well, you're the, pretty confident if you're riding naked. That's what I was going right. to say. You mm-hmm. have to be the most confident person ever to just be butt naked and riding a bike in the middle of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are doing it. It's not just like a small thing. It's like hundreds of people riding bikes. None from Jersey. Um, I we're would, too I don't smart. Know. We're too smart for that. I would All not right. be one of them, though. Oh, I'll yeah. tell you that. Um, so on 101.5 website, this is posted by Lauren Snap. Lauren Snap? On the NJ101.5 website, okay. yes. It says, have you ever... Is that a radio name? Lauren Snap? Yeah. Like short for, like, Snapowitz, <laughs> or <laughs> Snapperlini. <laughs> I don't know. That's a cool name, Lauren Snap says, have you spotted this violin scam in New Jersey? So when I see this, I'm like, Vi-. there's a
4: violin scam I'm, in New
0: Jersey. I'm like, what a violin scam? Oh, <laughs> he's Stradivarius. Yes. <laughs> what could this mean? So I'm reading the article and it's like people who are out in public playing on the street, right? Asking for money or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's apparently a scam going around where they're not actually playing the instrument. They're collecting money, but there's like a speaker hidden somewhere. And that's actually playing the music. And those people are just faking it. Really baffling to me. But this is just a, the is it like the Millie Vanilli Millie Vanilli playing the violin. I like that. So <laughs> so
4: the problem. So the point is, don't give them money exactly because they're not really playing the violin. I have not heard of this. So, so what, is there a word for this? Like violin? you ever heard about the violin scam in New Jersey where people are making believe to play the violin, but they're not really playing the violin for
8: money? This is the first I've heard of it. I've never heard of that. Holy Stradivarius. That's <laughs> I mean, Really? Could you
4: imagine that? Like, you got the violin case. Have you ever given money to a street musician?
8: Um, yeah. When I lived in uh, New York City, I would, if I was waiting for a train and there was a really good one, I'd throw a busker a buck, you know.
4: Would you do it if there were a really bad one? Uh, no. You really? Really? Okay. (laughs) You wouldn't
8: just say, well, this poor
4: guy's out here doing
8: it. I'll give him a dollar anyway. I mean, I've thought about giving a person $5 to stop singing. But, you know, I don't... And you can't really didn't offend it,
4: me, but. by the way, too. I had no problem with that. I just want you to know I was not hurt.
0: Uh,
8: all right. Now, what about you? Have you ever given money
0: to a, uh, to a street musician? Uh, I have not. I went to the Phillies game this week on Sunday with my girl, yesterday, with my girlfriend, and there were multiple street musicians. And I don't know if I'm going to get judged for this, but they kind of make me uncomfortable. Do
4: street musicians
0: make you uncomfortable? Uh, I just...
8: F- I mean, that's valid. That's valid, I think. Why? Well, if you're just trying – if you're strolling up to the game, you're having a good time, and you just want to have a conversation, and then someone's screaming at the top of their lungs and maybe not doing an excellent job, I could see where that would be a little jarring.
4: Make me comfortable if it went to an Eagle game and I heard. (laughs) I'm a loser. I'd be good with that. I think of it all the time. 9.30. Now the latest – 1-800-283-101.5 1-800-283-101.5 is the number to rock the casbah, that is New Jersey. You know, we were talking about this going into the news, and now I'm curious about it. Because you see them all the time when you travel in the city. You see them when you travel the Asbury Park Boardwalk. I saw them uh, when I was there broadcasting live at the New Jersey Natural Gas, uh, New Jersey 101.5 studios. And uh, there... Have you ever given money to a street performer? And if you are a street performer, how much money can you make in New Jersey by being a street performer? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm seriously curious about this because, you know, there was a kid that was on Bill Spadia's show a couple of years ago. He was 10 years old. He was a bass player and he was amazing. And I saw him on the boardwalk And, I mean, I would gladly throw money in. And there are times when I would, like, see street music. Like, if I'm coming out of a theater, sometimes, like, in Broadway, you come out of a theater, and uh, you'll see the street performers and playing the saxophone. I I always walk over and give them money. I think the idea of being outside performing, because for one thing, you know, you want to perform. And these people are are, are willing to go out And risk it all in front of a crowd that didn't pay to see you, crowd that you have no idea what you're dealing with. And they go out there and they give it everything they've got. Have you ever given money to a street performer? And uh, if you are a street performer, how much money can you make by being a street performer? Jerry's in Pennsylvania on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Jerry. Hello. Hi,
10: Jerry. How are you? I'm pretty good, pretty
2: good.
4: Jerry,
10: yes. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing?
4: I can't complain, but it's early yet. So, what do you got for me, Jerry? Have you ever given money to a street performer?
10: What if they're, if they're actually playing? Yes, I support that 100. percent You know, they're out there you're trying to make a living like everybody else is. Absolutely. If you got to that fake doing it. Give him fake money. Give them like a, a buddy of mine did a stripper. He gave them monopoly money. She got upset because. She he, said to him,
4: she goes, this ain't real money. He goes, there's ain't real boobs. Ah, oh, Jerry's bringing material to the table. Okay. I like that. Look at this. See, I like my, that's what I love about my, my audience. I was talking about this at Catch a Rising Star. You guys, you guys are probably the most sophisticated, the, most, the hippest, the funniest. You know, we're in a wavelength here. But come on, have you ever, anybody, have you ever given money to a street performer? And uh, how much would you normally put in? Like, if you're walking by, somebody's playing the saxophone, playing the guitar, uh, maybe singing, maybe singing with the guitar. Uh, how much do you, do you throw in, like, change? Do you throw in a couple of dollars? Uh, are you afraid to throw money in, you know, because they'll look at you if you didn't throw, you throw enough money in? 1-800-283-101.5. And uh, also, you know, Bernie Mac. You know Bernie Mac? Yes. The great Bernie Mac? He started. By he would get in the, up in the morning, he would read the newspapers, and then he would go down into the. He was in Chicago and he would get on the L train and he would go from car to car and do a morning monologue and pass the hat around. He was actually telling jokes on trains for money,
0: and that's how he started. It's amazing. Stuff like that's always so interesting to me, like where people start like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure somebody who's a famous musician now started as a street performer, right? Like sometimes it just works like that.
4: I'm thinking, like, if you're, like, say you want to play an instrument, you want to have fun, it's a great, I, I was telling my son when he was uh, taking guitar, I even told him, I said, you know what, if you want, you know, I'll take you I'll take you to the boardwalk every day, set up a stand, you we'll know, set you up, and just play all day and see what you make. I'm just wondering, like, how much money they could actually make. Yeah. And there are some of them are really good. You know, I guess the better you are, the more money you're going to make. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. But I'm really curious. You see them? Do you give them money? Do you walk right by? It would be it would be sad to walk right by. It'd be I think hard for me. No matter if they're good or bad, I don't care. Just the fact that they're out there for me deserves a couple of bucks. If they're really good, all the better. And sometimes, like, when I'm down the uh, Wildwood Boardwalk or the Ocean City Boardwalk, and there they are attracting a crowd and really getting into it, and you see the money just fill up in the basket. What a way to make, what a cool way to make a living. You're your own boss. You're doing what you love. Mike's in New Jersey on New Jersey 101.5. Mike, where in New Jersey are you? Uh,
3: I'm in the Sayreville area. Okay, so Mike, what do you think? Um, I don't mind it if they're worth it. If I'm walking and I hear somebody doing their thing and I kind
9: of dig it, right. I'll throw them like 3 $5, something like that, you know what I mean? How often do you do I it? Think if it's worth it, it and, what's that? How often do you do it? I've probably done it three times, maybe. <laughs> All right, but you know <laughs> it's what? it worth it, you know what I mean? It's got to be something that's kind of different. And show me something that's pretty cool, and I'll dig it, and I'll give you something.
4: I like that. So when you do, it's like when you see them, you know, are you looking for originality, or you just want them to cover a song really well, or it doesn't matter?
9: Um, If it's something in my genre, which would be classic rock, I'd I'd give them a little something if I hear a tune that I like. Or if they impress me, if they're playing like an xylophone really cool or something weird, Mm -hmm. I'll get on that. (laughs) So I think that'll be worth it.
4: I like that. All right, Mike, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. What about you? 1-800-283-101.5. Give me like, is anyone, you know, give me the best street musician that you've ever seen. Let's try that. The best street musician that you've ever seen. Where did you see them? What are they playing? What were they doing? And also, you know, would you give them money? How much money have you ever given them? That just, I guess, I wish somebody would call in that does it, but they're probably performing right now. <laughs> Maybe we'll take this out on the boardwalk and we'll just do the shell on the boardwalk with a tip jar, you know? And then, like, if they we'll have, we'll give you a tip jar so that if they want to call, you want to get on the shell. Kyle puts a couple of dollars on your credit card and he gets you in here. We have the fast pass for the shell. 1-800-I'm kidding 1-800-283-101.5 Working tonight Jersey uh, weather Brought to you by Casino Pier Casino Pier, Breakwater Beach and Seaside Heights Classic Jersey Shore fun For everyone, be on the lookout for lots of free events Like princess sing-alongs, character appearances Live animal shows Even magic illusions and fire shows Surf on over to CasinoPierNJ.com For schedule and details Alright, 1-800-283-101.5 Now, if this band were playing on the boardwalk and they had a case open, would you give them money? Leslie's on the turnpike on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Leslie. Hi. Um, How you doing? I just doing?
6: wanted to comment that I, I do give to the musicians, not every time, but from $1 to $3, but I just wanted to also make a comment that many years ago, I saw a show, I saw Oprah Winfrey, and she was focusing on street performers, and showed them in New York
4: performing in Chicago, and she had them on her show. Oh, nice. You never know where it can lead. What
6: happened
4: to them? Yeah. I would
6: love to know what happened to them. That, I mean, that was
7: really
4: cool. They formed Blue Man Group, I think. I don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know what? But how about that? You And you never know unless you try. So here they are out there performing, uh, and uh, they get discovered. You never know what can happen.
7: Yep. Yep, that's true. I love it. <laughs>
6: Yeah,
4: that's all I wanted to say. Just, you know, give them a chance. They're working hard out there. Absolutely. Leslie, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Have you ever given money to a street musician? Where Where are the best street musicians in New Jersey? How about that? You know, come on. Call up. Give yourself some publicity. Give uh, your friends some publicity. I mean, really, like, if I'm looking for a way to make money, especially now, you know, everybody wants to have a side hustle, take the guitar, go up to the boardwalk, or go, you know, go to the corner. And uh, play. You like playing? Sit there, have some fun. There was, um, when I worked at WIP, I was doing updates during the week, and I worked on the Josh Innes show, and Josh Innes was a really good guy. Uh, contrary to what you may have heard of thing. No, seriously, Josh Innes was a really good guy. There was a guy outside at 4th and Market, uh, is baby boy. And Edda's baby boy was an old black guy who played the saxophone. And he had the case open. And you always see him when you go by. And you always play a tune. And he was a really good guy. Always threw money in the box. And then one day, Josh is coming up. He's coming into work. He's taking the elevator. And who does he bring into the studio? Ed is baby boy. And I'll tell you. Ed is baby boy. could do some radio. He got on. He was telling stories. Turns out that, you know, he was in Vietnam. He He had a lot to say. He was commenting on issues and stuff. And most importantly... Played a great saxophone. You never know like where your break is going to come from. But in New Jersey, if you go through the Asbury Park boardwalk, I, the ones I've seen, really good. Asbury Park, right? we've got uh, a magician right next to our broadcast booth whose name I can't remember, but I always plug him when I'm down there. And he's great. He's got a crowd around him. You know, it's it's a great it's it's a great job. You meet people every day. You have fun. People pass you by, and uh, you just have a great time. The people that play outside theaters, you know, you got these rich people coming out of the theater. They've already seen a great show. Now they come out, they hear a band, or going in, they hear a great band. Sometimes it's a band. Sometimes it's one performer. Uh, most of the time, saxophones or horn instruments, wind instruments. 80283101.5. Where are the ones that, where are the good ones that you've seen? or have you ever seen a bad one? And would you care? Like would you criticize someone who was playing music you know playing music outside? I wouldn't. Just the fact they were out there doing it. just the fact that they were trying. But I mean if you' if you're in music, especially I think about this too, you're down, you, know, you you want to break in. you want to meet people. you want to get acquainted, right? You go down to Asbury Park, which is like the music capital in New Jersey, arguably, and uh, you set yourself up on the boardwalk and you just play. Chances are a lot of the musicians from the clubs, the many clubs that are around there, the Stone Pony, the Wonder Bar, uh, the ones right on the boardwalk, are just going to walk right by and they're going to hear you. 1-800-283-101.5. So if you know of any, Peter's and Lawrence on New Jersey 101.5. Hello, Peter.
10: Well, you know, when I used to go to the boardwalk in the 90s and early 2000s, right? they had street performers on the boardwalk. Uh-huh. And I would judge by how much money I saw, and I would put 2 or $3. Right. And then you see them in Chicago near the train station near uh, on um, Madison Square Garden. Uh, in New York And even in Italy In Rome Yeah, they're everywhere the train station
4: they're, they're everywhere And they do great Peter, thanks for the call To New Jersey 101.5
3: It was
4: a hot August night And you and I Are talking on the radio one 800 Steve Trevelis. I used to own a business in Ocean Grove, beautiful Ocean Grove, New Jersey. It was a coffee shop called The Daily Grind, and it was right across the street from Nagel's Ice Cream, where everybody went and uh it's it's a it's a quirky little town ocean grove, you know uh, they used to close the gates in the, up until nineteen seventy nine I think and you couldn't drive on sundays and there's all kinds of blue laws out there. they got that big auditorium where they could use some air conditioning. I don't know if they got it yet, but they have some great acts in there uh every year and uh, now, it turns out that the uh, people of the Ocean Grove Camp Meeting Association, which is a Methodist ministry, and part of the deal about Ocean Grove when I was there, you had this combination, and we sold in like 2007, uh, this combination of, of LGBTQ as as well as the... Um, you know the uh, the churchgoers, the uh, Ocean Grove Camp Meeting Association. There were people who held prayer services on the beach. So you'd have like you know you'd have some transvestites laying on a blanket. Next to them would be the tent with the prayer group, and everybody got along. I, I I thought it was fun. I I loved the Asbury Park Boardwalk, Ocean Grove right next to Asbury Park. You could walk down the beach and see all kinds of stuff. And uh, but everybody's got, everybody's having a good time. You know, so the uh, Ocean Grove Camp Meeting Association, which is a Methodist ministry, they're using 1.3 million dollars of their money, its its funds and donated money, to build a pier in the shape of a cross, uh, and other beachfront facilities. Under the complex charter, the association has the authority over the land, beach, and boardwalk, in ocean grove. It's a small seaside section of Neptune, of course. And the new pier will be open to the public. Uh, Did not need to go through local officials for approval. However, some residents view the design of the cross as, I never heard of this before, Christian bullying? Uh, Seriously, Christian Bullying? have asked the state and local officials to intervene. The architectural firm, for this is from NGA.com, the architectural firm for the project, Leon S. Avakian Engineers, did not respond to multiple requests. Okay. Uh, but uh, the uh, president, I'm trying to find his first name, his last name is Michael Badger. Okay. Okay. Uh, Badger said the camp meeting association never intended for the peer to offend or exclude anyone. How is this? If you want to build a peer in the shape of a cross, how are people seeing this? First of all, I never heard of Christian bullying before. Anybody know what that is? But how on earth can you see a peer in the shape of a cross as Christian bullying? Badger said the Camp Meeting Association never intended the to peer to offend or exclude anyone. He also denied the peer had anything to do with uh, Christian nationalism, a term used to describe efforts to put Christian symbols and practices into public places. I don't know, like churches? There was no idea this could be perceived as a Christian nationalism. This is part of who the, not part of who the Camp Meeting Association is. Uh, Christian nationalism is often used to describe the belief that the U.S. was established as an explicitly Christian nation and that this close relationship with Christianity must be protected. Well, and God we trust is on the money, right? Uh, one nation under God. But I don't know if that's Christian. I'm just asking, do you or if anyone you know, or would you have a problem with a pier being built in Ocean Grove in the shape of a cross? I mean, it looks like it'd be it's very useful because on the one hand, you know, most piers, they go out into the water. So this pier goes out into the water, but it also goes across, which gives you more room for fishing or whatever it is you want to do, sunbathing, whatever you want to do in the pier one eight hundred two eight three one oh one point five. If you're if you're from Ocean Grove, you live in Ocean Grove, and like I said, you know, when we had the business in Ocean Grove, we had the daily grind, and you know, you the thing about the businesses at the time and even now is that, you know, when you're in business, especially when you do when we were doing a coffee business, you can only afford to pay so much money. And all the businesses, the hardware store, the ice cream, whatever's on there, you know, you can only afford to pay so much money. Now I think it's a furniture store or a dress place. I forget, but they always change. But so everybody's basically paying minimum wage. So the problem with that in hiring people is that, you know, when you're making minimum wage, you're not going to make a lot. Of, you're not going to get a lot of people, you know, ready to kill for the job. It's like, All right, if I don't work for you, I'll go across the street and stack shelves. doesn't matter to me. I'll go work at the hardware store. I'll go work here. So your help. Is constantly rotating. The guy that was the guy that was pouring your coffee on Monday is now stocking shelves on Thursday across the street and the guy that was, you know, pumping the soda is now working for you, you know, it's kinda like that. But I'm just curious. one 1015 if you're a resident of Ocean Grove, if you've been to Ocean Grove, do you have a problem with the idea of the Ocean Grove Camp Meeting Association and their own money? Building a pier in the shape of a cross. To me, it just makes no sense. I don't see why anybody would have a problem with this. If anything, go out and enjoy the pier. Are we this screwed up as a society that we even think of stuff like this? Apparently, we do. And apparently, there are people out here who have the problem. Now, um, like I said, the patron saint of the uh, Steve Trevely show, a guy named Bill Hicks, uh, who passed away of pancreatic cancer, in uh, 1993 and um, before that he had um, prepared a set for the David Letterman show and he thought it was going to be great and it should have been aired and David Letterman himself uh, took the spot, took the set out, censored him and Hicks was always upset when Letterman would censor him and this time he took it out on the road to tour it. So he dies in 1993 of pancreatic cancer. And in uh, 2009, on January 30th, David Letterman brought Bill Hicks' mother into the studio and decided to play the bit that he he himself, he admitted, had censored. He blamed it on his producer at the time. But he finally fessed up and said that he censored it. He took it out. This was part of that bit. And as we're talking about a cross in the shape of a pier, this is Bill Hicks back in 1993 talking about crosses
3: not only do i think marijuana no no
4: no 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 i I asked the wrong one i'm sorry this one
3: but i think it's interesting to note how people act on religious beliefs you know what i mean like a lot of christians wear crosses around their necks nice sentiment but you think when jesus comes back he's really going to want to look at a cross (laughs) Ow! that may be why he hasn't shown up yet going, man, they're still wearing crosses, Dad. I'm not going. No. They totally missed the point. I'm not going. Forget it. I'll go back as a bunny. But,
4: uh... He was talking about, you know, uh, they celebrate Easter with uh, chocolate rabbits. (laughs) But 1-800-283-101.5 Here's New Jersey, 101.5 Fast traffic. (laughs) 103, 101.5 Steve Trevely's Hanging out till 11 o'clock tonight. Go to nj1015.com and uh, check out uh, the blog with the Smithereens' uh, lost album coming out next month. The Pizza Crawl in Seaside Heights. The pictures from Catch a Rising Star last uh, Saturday night. A good time was had by all. People were saying, where's Kyle Forcini? How come he's not here tonight? They were saying, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. And I go up there, no, Kyle's not here tonight. Uh, people were walking out in the middle of my set. That's okay. I didn't tell him till the very end because I wanted him to stay. My old producer showed up though. That was good. Sam was there. my current producer, Sam said, "Is, is Kyle here? The new producer?" I like the "No, no. He's at the Phillies game. The Phillies are obviously more important than his boss. That's okay. I hope. Uh, I hope. Uh, what you call it? Uh, Bryce Harper uh, gets you a nice post. <laughs> gets a nice
0: post review. Good." uh so what do we got what's, what's what's happening now for what we're gonna talk about about the phillies or i'm confused i'm gonna talk phillies all day to you no, no we're not gonna, gonna, gonna talk do it. phillies
4: uh, uh so uh, we got a movie so now the movie we got three dollar movie tickets
0: yeah no, getting it's, desperate now right well that's what i was saying right so we were talking about the show before we actually do the show in our pre-show meeting and i mentioned to you that how are movie theaters even still open after covid I was thinking under the impression of, like, these things are going to be done. There's a movie theater by my house that's completely shut down now because COVID ruined it. It never opened up? Never opened back up. Well, the the argument could be made
4: that people are just so desperate to get out of the house that they'll go anywhere. The other thing is you have to come up with something in the movie. Because a lot of movies, like some, like, I saw... um, here today, which was a, Alan Zweibel and Billy Crystal wrote the movie, and it was really touching with Tiffany Haddish. Uh, basically, Billy Crystal plays a guy who he's is a, a comedy writer. He works on Saturday Night Live, their version of Saturday Night Live in the movie. And he's got Alzheimer's, and he doesn't want anyone to know. Mm-hmm. And Tiffany Haddish wins her, or the guy that she dumped wins dinner with him and he was a big fan and she goes out to the dinner and they become friends and it's just a sad story about how this guy um uh, is writing the ultimate story of his life with his wife who had passed away and he's trying to race against time so he doesn't lose his words wow and oh it's, it's touching when you yeah. go in and you see like uh, in the scene like he's got she goes to his house, and on his house, there's, like, pictures of the family, and he's got post-its with the names of each person. It's it's very touching. That is. It sounds it. But it was only released in the theaters. And they did that because they want people to go to the theater. Yeah. Now, the Elvis movie was, up until recently, only released in the theater. So they're trying to get people out. The, uh, the problem with the movie... Is, well, two things. You know, one the movie is, you know, depending on the price, usually they're overpriced. But the other thing is, it's the food that'll get you. Yeah. You pay $9 for popcorn? Oh, yeah. Forget it. You know, you bring your own snacks, and it's hard for the movie to make money. But uh, so they're trying this $3 movie promotion? Yeah, I saw
0: that. Which, you, go, ahead. go ahead. No good. Which I was just going to say three, uh, is that. Just trying to get people to go out, yeah, right? Trying to, trying to entice well, people to go?
4: Exactly. Why do you be. think they're doing it? Yeah, They're doing it to get you to come into the theater. I'm surprised they don't do it or like Valpac or Groupon or something like that. But, I mean, one 800 1015 Do you still go? How often do you go to the movies? Or do you sit there and wait for the movie to come to you? And what is the last movie you saw in a theater? Do you remember I'm the last to. movie you saw, and you know what? When you go to the movies now, they've all got these these incredible recliners, right? Some of them have like a restaurant. I took my kids uh, to the one in Menlo Park where I'm watching, uh this years ago. We're watching, what's that thing, the Steve Carell with the little yellow people? Minions? Minions. We took them to see the Minions. And yeah. uh, I'm eating blackened salmon with <laughs> mashed potatoes. And it's coming right from the restaurant in the movie. They have bars in the movie. I mean, it's great. So I mean, they're trying. When you go to a movie now, I mean, hell, remember back in the day? You know, you go to the movie, you bring your girlfriend, you make out in the movie. Now you got you got side by side recliners. I mean, damn. Uh, but seriously, it's they're doing everything possible.
0: My parents went and saw the new Top Gun, and I think this was probably a month or two ago. But they were saying, and I actually think they saw somebody else more recently too. They were they were like the only people in the theater. Yeah. And Top Gun is a movie that you'd want to see in the theater. Exactly. That's the other thing, too. Like,
4: are all movies theater-worthy? Like, the Elvis movie, the Elvis movie was kind of, uh, that's a whole different topic. If anybody saw the Elvis movie, what did you think about it? Uh, But I thought the guy, it's sad, the guy that played Elvis just didn't cut it for me as Elvis. Mm. Because the real Elvis Presley was a big, he was a good-looking, big, you know, built guy. Uh, this guy was more like, uh, you know, pretty boy playing Elvis. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's a different story. But one 800 1015 How often do you go to the movies, and what was the last movie you saw? Would you go back? Are you thinking, like, I'd rather go to the movie or I'd rather sit home and just wait it out? You know, that's another thing, too, when you make the movie, because people are going to just wait you out, knowing that it's eventually going <laughs> to come to your home. Yeah. So you have to really come up with something. A three dollar movie ticket could work, you know. It could work.
0: Uh, are you a movie guy? Do you go out into the movies? No, and never have been. Not even just because of COVID, but I never was a movie person. I'm not a movie guy in general. I don't really care for movies. I'd rather At watch all? a TV show. Why? Yeah. You want me to give you the lowdown really quickly? Yeah. I don't understand. I got nothing else to do to 11 o'clock. Kyle Chad's hanging. He's okay with it, right? What do you think? All right, I'll give you my whole movie spiel here. So I can't like a character and get attached to a character that's only going to be on my screen for about two hours. Why do I I care about these people? Why do I care about this universe that I was dropped into that I'm only going to be in for roughly two hours? It doesn't cut it for me. I can't get attached emotionally to these characters. So you need a TV series. I do. What about a movie that has sequels? Mm-hmm. i mean i i do like some of that like star wars harry potter i well, i'm into those a little bit but give me a tv series all day because you're i'm a big into the character development side of it you want I've, the character development i don't have to have the flashiness of everything but i'm really interested in learning about characters and like getting all of that information and seeing things come full circle all right what's your favorite movie franchise oh man harry potter i guess What's your favorite movie? For oh, anybody? that's
8: easy. That it's Star Wars, hundred percent. Rocky. Oh, Rocky's yeah, going, that's I'm a going, good one. I'm going Rocky. Rocky's a good one. Yeah,
4: Rocky, he's lovable. You go know, in the beginning, he wants to win. He just wants to. He just wants to go the distance, and then he wins. And uh, what's
8: your favorite of the of all of them?
4: You know what's funny? Uh, what I really liked. I like Rocky Balboa. I mean, it changes. I like Rocky Balboa. Yeah. I really thought it was... I'm surprised that it didn't because it was... When it came out, he was like 62. Yeah. It. W- I figured that would be like a blockbuster because that would have been like every 50-plus guy's dream.
2: Right? <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> they would have exactly. just flocked to the theater right. <laughs> that, you know, yeah, of course I could be the 33-year-old professional <laughs> boxer. <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't that work? It's It's 1030. Now the latest New Jersey 101.5. 1.5 Steve Trevellise Kyle Porcini, my producer hanging out on a Monday night in New Jersey August the 29th uh, Have you ever quit a job?
0: I have not you've never quit. how many jobs uh, have you, how many jobs have you had in the York? In your short lifetime? Really, like three considering this one because I've worked at the same pizza place for like three years. You worked in a pizza place? Yeah. yeah. Really? Right, in Bordentown. Did you know and how to. Did you flip the dough? Can you, can you throw no. it up in the air? Come on. You never I learned? Can't. No. I mean, I've watched them do it a million times and I worked with the food in a bunch of other different ways, but never learned. Did you, learned you ever that. make the pizza? No. So what did you do? Uh, delivery driver, and then I was also doing. They had you kind of doing a bunch of different stuff because I would also then like... You make it a minestrone? <laughs> yeah, I would kind of make other stuff that wasn't the pizza. So all the less important stuff. So I'm helping make the salads and I'm helping cut up all the vegetables and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So not doing the actual pizza flipping, which by the way, seems like an art. The way they do yeah. that, I would just fumble it, drop it on my head. It would get all contaminated. It. It'd be bad. There's a place in Seattle City. That, uh, would, add, they were on America's
4: funniest videos and they would actually have like classes for the kids. Uh, I think on Wednesday nights and they would teach them how to get in there and, uh, and, and to make the pizza and yeah. throw it up in the air and, you know, spin the dough and all that stuff. Pretty cool. So there's this there's new, new dance craze on TikTok called quiet quitting. And what quiet quitting is, you don't quit, you just don't go above and beyond the call of duty. And, uh, if you do that, you know, then apparently you'll be able to be a lot less stressed in your life because you, you know, be you'll be able to. I am going to do the job. I am going to go above and beyond because always in work there is always pressure for you to go above and beyond the call of duty. Uh, not this place, of course, <laughs> but, but I am interested to know one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Has anyone has anyone ever quiet quitted? But has anyone ever? What was the best job you ever quit? What was the job? And by that I mean, what was it? You couldn't wait to quit. You hated it so badly. You looked forward to the day that you said, "Take this job and shove it." What was the the, the most fun you ever had quitting a job? What was the biggest relief you ever had? The day you didn't have to go to work there anymore. One 1015 The big exhale.
0: Did you ever have one like that? I honestly, I'm trying to think. I did. not I, I didn't. Uh, All your life, you just worked the job you liked.
4: Well, no, no. There was a couple of jobs that like, uh, that I just didn't want to do. The circulation supervisor for the Star Ledger was no fun. Uh, i 20 years old. And yeah. I was getting married. Not my brightest idea. <laughs> but uh, believe me, not my brightest idea. <laughs> but uh, I needed a job. So the problem with the job was, you know, when you're circulation supervisor, you have... You got the guys at the time... I don't even know if, Steve, if anybody even still delivers papers, but you have the, the guys who would deliver the papers. They were the, the carriers. Then you had the guys who were over them. They were the district managers. Then the guys over the district managers were the circulation supervisors. And you get an office, and you get a desk, and it's fun. But the problem is, if for any reason... The carrier can't deliver the papers, and then the district manager can't deliver the papers. Well, guess who gets to deliver the papers? And you find yourself getting up seven days a week at like 3.30 in the morning to drive from Marlboro, New Jersey to Belmar, New Jersey to deliver like 13 papers. <clears throat> and then you you're already at odds. you're already you know, ready to kill somebody mm-hmm. and then you got to deal with uh, I was like yeah, I got to get out of here. this is this is not I, if, if anything gets you into radio, this would do it. you know there are certain jobs where you say, you know what if, if you ever like if you ever want to pursue your dream and you need a little kick in the ass to do that, go get the worst job you've ever had. Nothing will talk you out of it. Nothing will, get, will move you faster, move that needle to what you want, than to work a job that you can't stand. Yeah. But 1-800-283-101.5. 1015 we got about 20 minutes left. Has anyone ever had a job that they just felt so great about quitting? What was the greatest job you ever quit? Not like, wow, this is the greatest job. How stupid <laughs> am I for quitting? But, oh, my God, i got to get out of this place. Like, what did they have you doing? You know, know, those dirty jobs, you know, uh, or like a lot of those, like, you know, physical labor. I just don't want to do this anymore. You found out the job was just not for you and you couldn't wait to get out. Or maybe you just had such a hassle with the place, with the people, with the management, that you couldn't wait to go in there and say, take this job and shove it. And how did you do it? You know, like the most creative way to quit a job. You know, do you, do you go in and, uh, you know, maybe like a job that you just could was so disgusted with, not only did you not worry about burning the bridge, you wanted to burn the bridge. You wanted to go up there and saw the friggin' bridge in half. 1-800-283-101.5. Andrew, what's going on? Hey, what's the topic, man? I've been tuning
9: back and forth between the Yankee game and you guys. What's the What's the, be- the best job
4: you ever quit? Uh,
9: so That's the best job I ever got fired from?
4: Did you ever get fired? No, you get fired from, right. What's the best job you ever got fired from?
9: Donovan's pizza, and I'm not at liberty to tell you why.
4: Okay, but well you you were delivering? Did, did you get the pizza there in like 30 minutes? Was that the problem? You were getting there in 35
9: minutes? That happened a couple of times, and twice people said they refused to pay for it. Right. And it was like two years after that guarantee went away. But so I, yeah, there's another reason I can't talk about that. It's personal.
4: All right. Uh, all right, well, Andrew, thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Before we get to the Mitch Hedberg jokes, I that mean, would just... But come on, one 800 1015 Who had a job that they couldn't wait to quit? And how much fun was it to finally just say goodbye, to say adios to the worst job ever? Have you ever quit a job that you couldn't stand or quit a job that made you feel so good? 1 800
0: 283 101.5. But this quiet quitting is supposed to be really good, you know, for the soul. Well, it's essentially just removing yourself from all the extra stuff that you would do and just do the job that you were hired to do, right? Yeah, imagine that doing the job that
4: you were hired to do. (laughs) You know, a lot of times you get a job that you're hired to do and you get in and you find yourself doing something you had no idea you'd be doing. They never talked about it in the interview. Next thing you know, here you are doing something else. Uh, this is on NJ1015.com. Dina Flamia wrote it. Taylor, Taylor Statlander is with the Stress and Anxiety Services of New Jersey. And she says uh, this is actually going to be beneficial for people who uh, for not to feel like they have to be on 24-7 when it comes to their work. 1-800-283-101.5. Your thoughts? To and Doyle. If you want to make this an endless summer, you know you do. New Jersey 101.5 giving you a free getaway to the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. This is the last week to listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on the New Jersey 101.5 app to win. There's three winners every weekday, every day. Thanks to our sponsor, the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Atlantic City, where legendary entertainment lives, making an endless summer with a free AC getaway. From New Jersey, 101.5, Steve Trevelisse. All right, it's called quiet quitting. It's where you don't really quit. You just uh, just do with the minimum of what they tell you to do, and that's it. But what's the best job you ever quit? Bill is on 287 on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Bill. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, Bill?
3: Wonderful. I worked for the Postal Service 16 years.
4: You worked 16 years for the Postal Service? Did you ever go postal?
3: Now, almost. My son went to work for a competitor and he said to me one day, he so, says, You need to quit there and come here. And I laughed it off. And I thought, Yeah, right. Right. And I thought about it, it drove me crazy. So I said to him, What do I got to do? So, so, we'll fly here and we'll see if we can get you in. So I started part time. I loaded an airplane for a year. Right. And then when I got the call to drive, I called my supervisor at the post office, and I had a dental implant surgery. I told him I had an allergic reaction to it. Right. And I couldn't drive. I disappeared for six weeks or so. I had to do 30 working days here to get a full-time job without an
4: accident. Oh, okay. So you were on, like, disability. Were you collecting disability from the post office or just without pay? out pay. The whole thing was a sham. I, oh, no, I know, I know. I, yeah. know. All
3: right. I, was trained, I was training in the yard one day and a coworker pulled in and I, I hid under the trailer and my trainer said, where are you at? I said, I'm over here. He said, what's the matter? I said, it's a mail truck. He said, so I said, well, I didn't quit yet. It's, what do you mean you didn't quit? <laughs> 30, 30 days here without an accident and I can go back there and quit. Right. I said, if I have an accident somebody hits me, I got to go back and tell them, look, I'm a drug addict. And I need rehabilitation. <laughs> he says you got a plan, don't you? I said I'm a single man with a mortgage. You're damn right, I do.
4: Good move. It's a good move. So I what have happened? A
3: problem. I went back in the competitors' uniform and resigned sixty some days later.
4: You went back in the competitors' uniform. Now the post office is a good job, right? That's benefits, isn't that like that's a job that people I vie for? Know. No. No. no.
3: At one time, my family planned for per month, and everybody said, "Well, that was a good deal." Just for the major medical, it was three hundred dollars a month. I, I thought it was ridiculous.
4: Wow, I didn't know that. I thought they really yeah. took care of you.
3: And they they quit they quit putting into your retirement. So whatever you put in it on a four hundred one k, they match it. But there was like a post of retirement for the sixteen years I was there. I think they only contributed five thousand dollars.
4: Wow! And where are you now? You love where you're at. Yes. All right. So you're not going anywhere. This is where you're going to build right so
3: Here do I die. Here right. do I
2: die.
4: All right. Well, you, hopefully, that's going to be a long time. Bill, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. How about that? 16 years at a job. Uh, it takes a lot of guts to quit a job that you've been at for 16 years.
0: Well, I agree. 16 is a really long time.
4: Every time I took a radio job, I thought that was going to be the last radio job I took. And. Every time I took the radio job, I ended up somehow getting another radio job. You know, I was working, I was doing mornings at PST, and I get a phone call one day from the music director at WYSB. You want to come down here? And I went down there. And uh, that led to the Stern Show, which led to Traffic. I was a program director for Shadow Traffic for five years. And then that led to the Alice Morning Show. and But every time... This is it. This is where I'm going to end up. This is where I'm going to be. This is where I'm going to be. This will be the and last time. And somehow you just end up, well, I guess I'm not going to be here. This is where I'm in. This is it. The last chance saloon. I love this one. I would never leave this job. Uh, it's just too much fun. Uh, but have you, so like for you, you've now you've never quit a job. You've never had a job where you just said, I can't do this.
0: No. Would you ever quit a job? Are you saying quitting without having a backup option? Well, I mean, imagine, like, do you have a job
4: that's so disgusting that you just hate so much? You got to get out of there. That's a tough one.
0: It is. Um, Because when you quit, you can't collect. If it was really, truly that bad, I could see myself quitting, yes. But I also always think my dad always taught me when I was a little kid, if you start something, you finish it. Right. You know? All right, but you know what? If you start something and they don't deserve for you to finish
4: it. Right. Fair well, point. Uh, that's that's on them, right? It's a fair point. You're yeah. not wrong. We'll have more fair points tomorrow night. Great job by you. Sounds like a slam.
0: You can listen on. This has been the Steve Travalee Show on Demand. Check
5: out the latest from Steve on our free app or NJ1015.com. New Jersey